It's time for the Sleep Tight Saturday Morning Ticket with Chris Dewar on WTAD. It's 30 minutes of scores, coaches' interviews, and a look at the weekend sports schedule. And now, here's Chris. And tip top of the morning, everybody, and welcome to the Sleep Tight Saturday Morning Ticket for January the 11th on what is traditionally the busiest Saturday of the winter. But today, it is to be determined Saturday because Mother Nature has had a say and a stake. And as it starts to ice and eventually snow up out there, who knows what we'll have and not have on the docket. We've already had cancellations for tonight. Obviously, most notably, the Quincy High Springfield game is already off the board. We're still waiting to hear on some of the tournaments that are expected to start today. We do know there will be no Highland Tournament Championship games today. However, we will advance that story for you in just a bit as we sit down with Palmyra's Ryan Wood. His team is going to play Kirksville eventually for the Tournament Championship of the Highland Tournament on the boys' side. His team has played very, very well of late. We'll get Ryan Wood's take on the Palmyra Panthers going forward. And also, we're going to talk a little later this morning with Kyle Watson, the architect of one of the best turnaround stories in all of Tri-State High School basketball. Basketball, as Rushville Industry, I believe, is 11-4 and four right now and playing some really good basketball for a program that has traditionally struggled but really seems to have found some great traction. Big win earlier this week over Brown County. Certainly a thriller there as well. And there are the reigning tournament champions at the MVIT in Minden. So that has been a wonderful change of events and a wonderful moving forward narrative for Rushville Industry. Again, we'll talk to Kyle Watson in just a bit. But before we spin things forward, let's take a look back. Back at a sort of a strange Friday night where, again, we had some weather cancellations, some delays, some games moved up last night. But we did actually, when it was all said and done, have a pretty full schedule and slate. Starting with Quincy High School's trip to Moline last night, a short-handed Blue Devil squad as three starters were out of the lineup for one game, serving suspension for team rules. Fortunately for the Blue Devils, one of those guys was not Jeremiah Tolton. He was big last night with 23 points, 7 rebounds, and 5 blocks, albeit in a losing cause to Moline, 55-48. to Jack Rupert also with a big night last night, 10 points, helping to pick up the slack. But again, it was Kyle Taylor, the son of Moline coach Sean Taylor, leading the way with 17 points in Moline's victory. The Blue Devils are now 10-6 and on the season. That was a costly loss in conference play as they fall to 3-2. and Quincy Notre Dame got a late rally last night at Vauxhall Gymnasium to beat Pittsfield in a back-and-forth affair. 48-44, the Raiders nearly blew that game. They do improve to 5-8 and on the season by hanging on down the stretch. Grant Heyer leading the way in that one with 19 points. At Macomb last night, Monroe's a winner over the Bombers, 37-27. to Payson Seymour stays undefeated with a win on the road at Illini West, 61-44. The Indians are slated to play their third game in as many days today at the Winchester Invitational. As of this exact moment, everything is still on at Winchester, starting with a 9 o'clock game with the number one seed and number one team in Class 1A, West Central, going to work. But we do not yet know if that changes during the course of the day. If that does take place, we'll have highlights for you tonight on the Big Overtime Show. Last night, Beardstown hands Rushville Industry a loss. Again, Kyle Watson joining us in just a bit. But Beardstown wins over Rushville Industry 65-46. to It was Bushnell Prairie City over South Fulton 60-28. to Jacks Heil with 14 points in a winning cause last night for the Spartans. At the Clopton tournament last night, they moved the boys' championship game up a day, which seems to be a pretty smart move now in retrospect. And Monroe City won that big last night, 48-28 over Winfield. 
The Panthers throw a shutout in the second quarter, outscoring Winfield 10 to nothing. Joshua Tolton with 13 points. Logan Bulig with 10 points. Bryce Stark had 11. Three Panthers in double figures to lead the way there. In the third place game last night, Clopton falls to Wright City 55 to 52. Consolation Championship last night 51 to 33 to Louisiana over Ellsbury. I was in the old gym last night when that was taking place, and that's right about when the tornado warning hit last night, and I tell you what, that old gym lit up like a like a firecracker last night and shook all over the place. Fortunately, no issues last night down in the hills of Clarksville, but it was certainly an interesting affair to say the least. Also, at the Highland Tournament last night, again, they have pushed back the championship game to be determined, but last night they did conduct the third place games. On the boys' side, it was Clark County beating Macon 60 to 53. Brandon cracked with uh, 19 points to help lead his team to victory. Also in the tournament consolation championship, Highland holds off Knox County 48 to 47 last night. In that game, Dalton Clucky with 14 points, Drew Mallett with 11. Holy Trinity in the game of the night takes down Central Lee at Donaldson 78 to 72. That game went three overtimes last night. Uh, Vassin Thurman with 21 points last night in the game-tying buzzer beater from three to force that triple overtime. So Mr. Thurman getting the job done right there. On the girls' side last night, it was a clean sweep at Clopton for Monroe City. They take the tournament championship in the game that was scheduled to take place last night, 62-41 to over Clopton. Riley Quinn with 13 points. Bailey Hayes, Bailey E.E. Hayes, not E.Y. Hayes, as they have two Bailey Hayes on that Monroe City team. Leading the way again, 62-41, your final there. The Clopton tournament third-place game goes to Mark Twain, 50-46. to What a week it was for Emma Ross. She led the way last night with 16 points and five rebounds. She also had a triple-double earlier in the week for the victorious Tigers as they kind of marched their way through a, a nice showing there in third place at Clopton. Also at the Highland Tournament, third place goes to Scotland County, a winner over Clark County, 42-39. to Katie Feeney with 15 points, and for the second time in the tournament, Kylie Stott hit a game-winning three-pointer to help her team to victory. Jade Ross at 11 points in the loss. At the Salisbury Tournament, consolation championship to South Shelby, a winner over Cairo last night, 55-44. to it was the Holy Trinity girls falling to Central Lee, 46-25. Maya Mershman, she scored her 1,000th career point and did so in style with 35 points last night. Probably one of the three or four best girls basketball players in the entire area, and she certainly showed it last night. By the way, she's gotten a little bit of interest from uh, Quincy University to this point, so recruiting-wise could be another local that maybe makes her way into the fold down here if that is what is uh, going to transpire in the future. Quincy Notre Dame, a winner on the road last night over Monroe's 58-40. to Sydney Hummert with 16 points and 14 rebounds there. Bowling Green loses to the new Capital City High School in Jefferson City, 29-26, low-scoring affair. And on the college docket last night, John Wood plays up again against Division I Juco Powerhouse Indian Hills, the number six team in the country, loses 82-66 despite 23 points from Chandler Bevins. Moberly Area Community College, while we're on the subject of Division I Junior College Men's Basketball, beats Three Rivers College 128-93 last night. Dizzy Jones, the pride of Hannibal, with 29 points in the victory there. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Ryan Wood from the Palmyra Panther Boys Basketball Team will be our guest. This is the Sleep Tight Saturday Morning Ticket on Talk Radio 930 WTAD and FM 103.3. Here's Chris Dewar. It is always a great pleasure to talk some basketball with Palmyra basketball head coach Ryan Wood, who finds himself unexpectedly with a Saturday night off. Ryan, I know we don't have a lot of details yet, but have you been told anything about maybe when the championship game of the Highland Tournament could be played with Kirksville? 
Uh, I think the best possibility right now, Chris, is next Saturday, but I think they're going to try to go early. Um, I've heard that the girls are going to, that the championship girls are going to be at one thirty, and then the boys at 3, but that's not set in stone yet. Uh, obviously understood, but that certainly would be an awful lot of fun coming up next Saturday. Your team's played sure. so very well. I, I mean, yes. to this point, Ryan, what do you like about this group of kids and kind of the way they fit together? Oh, they're very unselfish, Chris. Um, they're playing extremely hard. Uh, they don't care who gets the glory. Um, obviously, Jaden Durst had a huge week for us this week, and, and of course, he's capable of, do, of doing that. But uh, we have a number of kids that just work extremely hard defensively and, and just get along really well as a team. So it's it's been a lot of fun um, working with this team this year because really going into the season, we didn't we didn't know what to expect and. And uh, we had four football players go out late, and uh, they've, they've been in a huge help to our team. And so, you know, we're hitting on the right right spots right now and, and playing really well. And, and with, with what we have coming up in our schedule, it's going to be tough. But we look forward to it. These kids love to compete. What did you learn, and obviously taking on a great Monroe City team in that really vaunted game that you guys had in the championship mm-hmm. of the Monroe City tournament, what did your kids kind of learn from that loss moving forward that they've spun into success since? Um, I think they you know, they built some confidence off that game. Last year we, we played Monroe City three times and, and got beat pretty handily all three times. and So we didn't, you know, going into that game, we knew Monroe City was extremely tough, just like they've been the last three years. and. And for our kids to come out and compete and have a chance to win in that game, I, I think it, you know, kind of, you know, we didn't win, but at the same time, um, we built some confidence going into the latter part of our season. And so, um, these kids are playing with confidence now. We had a tough road victory last week at Centralia. He's, he's got a really nice quality team. And then, of course, uh, Thursday night against Clark County, he's another quality team. We had a, a very nice victory too. So things are looking good for us right now, Chris. Well, and you found a way coming off the break. I know that Bowling Green game probably wasn't your favorite game to coach or watch this season, but you did find a way to win a game. And you talked about the the football players that you have on your team and the guys, sort of the mentality they bring to it. I mean, even when you don't have your A game, that's a a beautiful thing to know that you've got kids who can find a way and grit it out. Yeah, I agree. Um, The one concept this year has always been our our defense. There's been nights where we haven't hit very well, and the Bowling Green is – the Bowling Green game was very evident of that. Um, we just we had trouble hitting the whole game, and we were down by nine, I think, with three or four minutes left. And, and Bowling Green did not score the rest of the game, and we scored the last twelve points to win. So, you know, that's just um, an attribute to what our team can do. They, they they don't quit. They keep competing, and they gave themselves a chance to win, and, and they came out victorious in a game that we didn't play very well offensively. So. You know, if you can win in a number of ways, that's a good sign as a coach and as a team. Ryan, your team is pretty deep. I mean, and that's one of the things that I think mm-hmm. I like what you've cultivated. And you have a – obviously, I, I think a lot of attention, and deservedly so, goes to Jaden and to Abe Hare, who's done such a nice job mm-hmm. for you inside. But you have a plethora of guards <laughs> you can throw at people and mix and match. As a coach, how does that make the job easier? Well, it makes, it makes a lot easier. It makes, it makes me look good as well. Um, but the, the credit goes to the kids. You know, when Zane Myers has been playing really, he's just been playing great for us uh, on both ends of the floor. Uh, he matched up against Brandon Kratt Thursday night and had, a, had an awesome game defensively, and, and he, he's very capable of scoring 10 to 15 points uh, per night. And, and of course, we got our shooter, Aaron Stamper, who's 
you know, he's been very consistent this year. And, and then you throw in guys like Spencer Locke, who's, who's not a scorer, but just a, a floor general and, and kind of our leader of our team. And, and then you've got guys like Cordero Lindbauer and Cooper Hinkle coming off the bench who are extremely smart, intelligent, and, and competitive kids that just refuse to lose. And, you know, it's, 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 it's a lot of fun as a coach, but those kids go out there every single night and, you know, they, they just, they, they refuse to lose. And it's, it's the same way in practice. Um, we, we do a drill or anything competitive. It's, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun as a coach to watch your team go at it every single day. Ryan, I did not get a chance to see Kirksville in person this week with just kind of all the moving around, but I did see them a little bit during the football season and, and know how athletic some of those guys are. What kind of challenge do they pose when you eventually do get this Highland Tournament Championship game? And is this one of those next-level games your team kind of craves? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, Kirksville's off to a great start. They've had some big wins, and I think they've only lost one game up to this point. Um, they're dealing with a couple of injuries right now, but they have a couple of really quality players that, you know, their, their point guard is a very hedgy type player and he gets everybody involved and makes everybody uh, around him better. And then they have the Coleman kid inside who's a really tough matchup because he can play inside out. He's about 6'4. Um, so, you know, Kirksville's, uh, probably one of the front runners to, to win the NCMC. So it, it's going to be a, a quality game for us to go play them and, and be a very physical matchup, I believe. Uh, both teams primarily play man-to-man, so we look forward to the, the challenge and the opportunity to, to try to win the Highland Tournament championship again. You, you have a chance, I mean, down the stretch here, you're going to see a lot of good competition, whether it's, you know, the sure. resumption of the Highland Tournament, whether it's the conference thing with, obviously, with you touched on Clark County and Monroe City, I mean, you're going to see a lot of these teams. What's the thing that you've told your kids, Ryan, that you most need to see out of them over the course of this build towards districts uh, that will get you where you want to be at the end of the season with this group? Because I think you touched on it. Your defense has been really consistent. Yes, it has. Uh, I think we just got to concentrate on getting better a little, a little bit better every every day, Chris. Um, you know, we've had some big wins where we come back the next day and it felt like you know the, the intensity just wasn't quite there in practice. So as coaches, we stay on them. But at the same time, we have four captains that are, you know, like I said, with Cooper and Porter and, and Spencer and Jaden. Those are our four captains, and they're really pushing the kids to be better as seniors, which is awesome because it makes my job easier, of course. And and uh, so we we got to concentrate on getting better and, and worry about us. Uh, you know, we do have some tough competition coming up with, of course, Monroe City and and all our conference games are going to be tough. We got some tough ones on the road, and, and we have Pittsfield this year at the Pit. Um, so for the next month and a half, it's you know we're, we're we're trying to get ready for districts. But at the same time, we have we have a goal of winning the conference and and really competing within our conference. So. Um, nothing's easy in the CCC. Uh, kids know that. Coaches know that. So we just got to concentrate on us and, and getting better every single day. Well, you've done a great job to this point, Ryan. Hats off to you and the kids. And again, I totally forgot. Yeah, we get a chance to have you in town here for the Super Fan Shootout against Pittsfield. That'll be plenty yes. fun as well. So looking yes. forward to all of that. Again, continued success to you, good sir. Okay, thanks, Chris. We appreciate it. Always a pleasure to talk to Ryan Wood. And when we come back, we're going to be talking to Kyle Watson about the wonderful turnaround going on with Brushville Industry Boys Basketball. This is the Sleep Tight Saturday Morning Ticket on WTAD. Better bed, less money. Sleep Tight, 4535 Broadway in Quincy. 
Once again, here's Chris Dewar. And some breaking scheduling news before we get to Kyle Watson. Very quickly, Quincy Notre Dame has just announced that their game tonight at the St. Anthony Shootout in Effingham has been canceled due to weather conditions. I have a funny feeling that may be a motif before the day is over as things are starting to deteriorate just a bit. But things are really going well. Last night aside for the Rushville Industry Boys basketball team, as Kyle Watson has helped engineer one of the great comebacks in the Tri-States, I believe his team is now 11-4 and on the season. Kyle, what's been the biggest key, I guess, to get these kids to believe and to start playing some winning basketball well uh and thank you and good morning and uh it's been it's been our kids the kids work very very hard uh we have a nice group of seniors that have been playing together since third grade fourth grade and they are they just play extremely well together i know we've talked about that before but uh that leadership runs down to our juniors and it's, it's starting to become infectious with you're saying we're, we're starting, starting to enjoy some success and enjoying some wins. From, from your standpoint, obviously, I have to think that win at the, the Mississippi Valley Invitational, to be able to hoist a title and a trophy for those kids had to be inc- incredibly resonant for them because that's, that's that hard work come into fruition and made incarnate. That's, that's a really wonderful thing, isn't it? Oh, you, that sure is. We sat down as a group uh, before our season started, and I had, I had them write down some team goals. And I had to write down some personal goals, and that's one of the things they talked about. They they wanted to be able to get a trophy this year. We've, we've not been able to do that. And uh, yeah, like what you said, when we were able to have a great tournament down at Mendon over Christmas, it was it, you could just see our kids get more and more confident each time they took the floor, and it was able to pay off and be able to get the, win that championship and over a game against a very tough Barry Washington team. Kyle, I love the way your team is constructed, and I'm a, I'm a throwback guy, and I love old school basketball. And you you have a couple of big guys, and obviously we you know everybody who saw the highlights the other night from Brown County saw Jacob Reller throw down. But you've got Jacob Reller on the inside, who's a traditional big, who's very economical, who doesn't you know who does what he's supposed to do. He's kind of one of those Clint Eastwood, know your limitations, play to your strength type guys. And you've got Desmond Cardoza, obviously, and Cannon Prather. Those bigs have kind of defined who you are because everybody. Kind Kind of circles that orbit, don't they? That is that. That's correct. And though, I know what I've talked talked to you about this before, but those kids are, are really bought in the weight room. Uh, Cannon and Desmond. Uh, Cannon Cannon's been on the football team all three years. Uh, Desmond came out this year, and the success with through Brian Lafferty that they've had on the football field that has carried over with us on onto the basketball court this year. And that, that's been a fun atmosphere through the hallways around the school. You, you kind of touched on that, too, with me earlier, and I think that's an important point is just how well you and Coach Lafferty have worked together, and I think both of you have seen benefits from that relationship. Uh, sure. At, at any small – at any well, not to mention a small school, but your, your, your coaches have to work together. Your coaches need to be on the same page. Uh, Coach does a tremendous job in the weight room. He, he is definitely able and willing to have not just football kids come in, but basketball kids come in as well. And, and our kids are, have been taking advantage of that in the last few summers. And uh, it, it started, the results are starting to pay off on the, on the football field and on the basketball floor. It certainly helps you, too, that, that some of those guys, obviously the big guys kind of play off of it, but you've got some guys who can really knock down shots, and you've got a point guard who finds people, and I really like your guards. I don't know that they get as much credit, because obviously when you're talking about you know having a Jacob Reller on your team and, and a Desmond Cardoza, those are spectacular guys who draw the eye. But those guards really are the key to your success, I would think, moving forward and what you've gotten to this point. We'd say all the time, and it's kind of contagious, but we'd say that our guards' best friends are our bigs inside, 
and our big's best friends are the guards outside. Um, at Menden, uh, Ethan Eskridge, who's a, who's our, who's a senior senior small forward for us, another third guard, uh, shot the ball tremendously well. He had six threes in one game against Graceville Perry, and then Brady Klitz, who's another senior for us, had us had the same same exact situation, had six threes against West Prairie. So when teams double down on Jacob and Desmond, which you almost have to do, they're, they're very unselfish. They kick it out and they find those open shooters. And the teams are playing out on their shooters. Obviously, that opens up Desmond and Jacob down low. And you're talking about a point guard, Nick Seaver, uh, is, who's a junior. Uh, played a little bit on varsity for us last year, but he's accepting the starting role this year. And he, he's done very well as far as assist to turnover ratio for us. And uh, Keith Orwig does a tremendous job coming in, backing up when when Nick when Nick needs a break. So it's kind of like a situation where we're, we have six or seven starters, which is which is great for our kids. Kyle, from the standpoint of last night, and I don't want to I don't want to pick at scabs, obviously, I, but Beardstown's <laughs> kind of had your number a little bit, but it's also exposed the fact that you've come so far and that you've got some more room to grow. What's the biggest thing you need to see out of these kids to kind of spin this forward and take what has been a wonderful transformation to this point to that next level? Oh, sure. Well, Beardstown is tremendously athletic, and we we just cannot put that athleticism up in practice. You can go up against six kids in practice, go up against seven kids in practice, go up against eight kids in practice, but you just can't put that style of athleticism on the floor. Uh, I think after last night, and we'll watch the film on Monday, uh, I think the kids understand, you know, you can't throw that, throw a high, throw a pass with height against athleticism. You can't throw a very long pass against athleticism. And you can say that as much as you want to, but when, until they actually see that it doesn't work, Hopefully there's some buy-in after that. And with with our schedule, we're down at Bearstown a tournament in less than three weeks. So we're, we'll go back to the drawing board on Monday and hopefully, uh, what you just said, some some weaknesses, some mistakes that got exposed last night. Hopefully we can get, get, take care of them on the practice floor, and then we'll be more competitive when we play, play against them in a few weeks here. So you're saying, unfortunately, you don't have a Pascal Guilavogi on your scout team, which yeah. everybody should they kind of did, I would guess. But on, on that front, yes, on that front, Kyle, just one of the things I wanted to talk to you about, because it was so evident over at Menden, and I guess I want to leave you with this, is your community, when, when things are good, man, that, that is just such a unique, fun community when, when things are successful with sports, because I think Rushville industry folks really wear that badge of pride. Have you noticed just a little bit different energy in town based on the fact that you guys have had the success and the people are excited this winter? Oh, sure. Uh, we we had a a double overtime win over Triopia earlier this season, and uh, I'm going in to get breakfast the next morning, and I have people come up and tell me that was that sure was a real exciting game last night, Coach, and I told them it's, it's exciting for them. It was a, it was a it was a gut wrencher for me, but uh, yeah, I've had a lot of people around the community come up and talk about how they really enjoy watching our kids play. Uh, last night at Beardstown, usually I don't know that, don't realize this or notice this because I'm so into the game. But uh, when I came out last night, when our kids took the floor, it was it was a sea of purple across across the gym for us. So yeah, exactly what you said. We had a great following. Uh, we were as as the team were watching the film from the Brown County game last night. Or yesterday after school, and when Jacob, when like you said, when Jacob got that dunk, that gym got pretty loud. So there's a lot of Rushville industry fans there that night as well.
Well, that was my absolutely favorite dunk of the year thus far, and I can guarantee you we will see it again on Sensational 7 coming up on Monday. Hey, Kyle, congratulations on the success to this point. Keep up the great work. Hats off to you and your kids as well, because it certainly has been fun watching Rushville rise. Well, thank you so much, and as always, I appreciate the coverage you provide for our kids. Always a pleasure, and that is going to wrap it up here on this edition of the Sleep Tight Saturday Morning Ticket. Coming up tonight on Overtime, we're hoping to have plenty of playoff action, or actually, I should say tournament action coming your way on the basketball floor, but we don't know at this point. We do know for certain we'll have some Quincy University basketball for you, because... uh Missouri S&T did make it into town ahead of the storm, so they are playing at 1 and 3 o'clock today. Beyond that, we're going to keep our fingers crossed and hopefully have a great slate for you tonight. If not, we've got feature stories planned all night long, wrestling and basketball, including a story on the rise of the Southeastern Boys basketball program under Brett Ufkus, which is also kind of like Rushville Industry, been one of those really neat stories of the winter this far. That's it for me, everybody. We'll see you right back here next Saturday at 8 a.m. Time has run out. You're invited to join us again next week for another edition of the Saturday Morning Ticket, brought to you by Sleep Tight at 4535 Broadway in Quincy.